You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. that question like when I knew I really probably had a problem and I think that's yeah. when I knew I had a problem is at some point something's had something I can't remember specifically the exact moment but I realized oh shit I'm kind of becoming my mom in the sense that I'm just like going off with my kids like just screaming and not mm-hmm. trying to hear it and just you know mm-hmm. blood pressure up and all, how I'm feeling after the fact and being like is this really the parent I want to be Welcome to Multi-Monogamous with Ghost, where we discuss the poly galaxy and many things in between. We cover everything from the origins and history of polyamory and polygamy to various individual experiences within polyamory. Here, we also discuss the deeper issues like poly relationship therapy, the stigmas facing polyamory, and how to redefine various alternative lifestyle companionships. That's right, you got it. You're at the right place at the right time. You're Inside the world of multi-monogamous with ghosts. And I did wash my hands. Really. <laughs> I didn't even say I wasn't even thinking about that, honestly. So you must have been guilty of not doing this before. Somebody must have been like, oh, you ain't washing my hands. Somebody has done that. I was like, um, no, actually, I didn't. <laughs> no, see, I wasn't even thinking about it. I, you don't give me the impression of being a trifling individual. So I, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it for real. So just kind of, yeah, just kind of picking up. And again, just kind of, I'm really coming coming at it from an accountability point of view, as I don't want to really dive into like every little thing that happened in that relationship. Yeah, that 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 was one of my my worst moments. And now, <clears throat> segueing into anger management, I let you go first. Like, do you can you recall like some techniques that you that you were able to to learn and utilize? even today at that time and today mm, that's a good question it was like i said even when i went i was very much in denial about the angry feelings i had inside of me or even being and acting like an angry person despite the circumstances mm-hmm. that got me there um but i could say for sure uh i feel like i learned a lot more about the people that were there with me because it wasn't just me it was a group setting as i mean i don't know if all anger management's a group thing or not but um i was in a group situation just hearing the believe it or not mostly other women that were there i was kind of shocked about that too i was like wow hmm, we some angry beast i guess so <laughs> and just remembering like those women's stories and like why they ended up there just made me realize you know hey shit happens where we're gonna get pissed off but clearly we could learn to handle it differently 
So mm-hmm. one of the things I definitely learned was just really learning how, even though it's very difficult in the moment, a lot of times, even in the moment, is trying to take a moment to really look outside of yourself to say, okay, hey, getting mad here. I'm, my, my breathing's getting hard. You know, like kind of recognizing physical triggers, I think is a big one. So that you can even know, like, am I angry right now? And recognize, like, hey, I'm probably not thinking straight because a lot of times when you're angry, you're not. And knowing when to say, you know what? I know we're both fired up, whoever you might be in an altercation with, but can we just take a step? Can we take a beat and revisit this? Because right now, I don't feel like I'm, you know, mentally, emotionally in a state to do this right now. Um, The other thing I also learned from that is, Maybe don't always call the cops. Uh, mm, <laughs> mm, honestly, yeah. that's what happened, okay? Because when things were getting heated in the midst of my kerfuffle with my ex-husband, I was like, I'm calling the police and they're going to take you away and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, they took us both, okay? And I was shocked about that. So now I'm like, might want to think about that as well. <laughs> Do we really need to call the police at this time? Like, it's not he's running around with a knife trying to stab me or anything like that. Not to say not to be taken seriously that if somebody puts their hands on that you shouldn't but it's just sometimes it might not go the way you think it's gonna go that's all i'm Mm. saying like we gotta weigh the pros and cons like is it better for us to just say hey man let's just stop the madness now and we can come back and maybe work this out or either let's just say you know what both of us just clearly we need to just make a clean cut and be done here but much later on oh go ahead let me me, just real quick i just want to ask what are your so, for example, my symptoms of how I know it's about to go down, <laughs> my <laughs> symptoms are um, I shake and my heart starts beating fast and I just start deeply ruminating and I can't even, I can't even mm. see, like, I can't even see. Oh, no, you like black out. Basically, oh, no, I'm just kind of like in this oh, zone no. where I'm basically premeditating, you know, my next action or whatever but but yeah those are my three immediate symptoms is uh shaking um uh heart beating fast and zoning out what, what about you uh definitely the heartbeat for me it's like i can hear it on level a thousand it's just i'm like is it gonna beat out of my chest that i get hot like i'm just all of a sudden the temperature just turns up on the inside so it's really like i'm i don't know it's like i'm uh calling the flames to come out or something uh that specifically and i do i might say i don't want to say shaking necessarily but maybe like a little bit of a i don't know if tingling is the right word but something like a tingling sensation maybe is the best Mm -hmm. way i can put it but i definitely don't feel normal that's for sure so that's Mm -hmm. another way i can tell myself i know i can say okay clearly we are not good right now Mm -hmm. you know so Definitely with the heartbeat, though. That's the first thing. Definitely, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever, like, has it ever crossed your mind? Like, I used to, especially afterwards, after having, you know, bouts of anger like that or, or you know, rage, if, if anything. Do you ever say, you ever say to yourself, like, man, how, how come I couldn't back out of that? Like, oh, it's crazy. Man, wow, yeah. Yeah, it really is wild to me, like to, cause I, you know, I, I, I know, I know what's going on. Like you know what's going on. Like I'm shaking, right. heart's beating fast. You're not, yeah, you're not good. Yeah, and you just and and something, you know, in the past, sometimes I just could not, I couldn't slice through it and like 
mm-hmm. and 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 back up, go the other direction. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't do it because I didn't even know. I didn't. It's like you. It's like you wanted to go to that level so bad that you don't even think the option to go another way exists mm, you know and then it happens story, yeah. and then it's like Dang, i could have did this like that that situation where i attacked oh. somebody like i could i was like damn i could have did that i could have did this i could have done there's like three other things i could have done <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah like, no no i get you a thousand percent yeah i've definitely um, definitely done that after the fact especially when it's come to i would say as a parent and that, you know what, you asked that question earlier when I knew I really probably had a problem. And I think that's yeah. when I knew I had a problem is at some point something's had something. I can't remember specifically the exact moment, but mm-hmm. I realized, oh, shit, I'm kind of becoming my mom in the sense that I'm just like going off with my kids, like just screaming mm-hmm. and not trying to hear it and just, you know, mm-hmm. blood pressure up and all, how I'm feeling after the fact and being like, is this really the parent I want to be? And Mm -hmm. part of that came with trying to have an open relationship with both my kids and both of them saying like, yeah, you do kind of go off and you don't listen and this. And I was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of hard to accept that. But then I was like, well, it's nothing but the truth, especially if I sit here and I play back the tape in my head. I'm like, yeah, I did go a little overboard on certain situations. So Uh that's really wanting to always be better than what I felt my parents were not to put them down, you know. But it's just the things I feel like I didn't need to get. I didn't get as a child that I needed. I wanted to make sure I was going to give my kids what they needed and be aware. And, you know, so the fact that I was slipping in that department really woke me up to like, okay, yeah, clearly I have a problem here, you know? Yeah. So uh, that definitely was a factor. But but that's eventually what uh, got me to to be like, okay, we got to we got to take it down. We got to do something to recognize this and start really zooming in on when we're getting mad because yeah there's a lot of situations where i will sit there and think damn it i did not have to go that far with that i could have just really said like two words and been like we'll we'll revisit this later but i just in the moment i don't know i was hopped up on anger you know and i just couldn't let it go i couldn't let it go yeah yeah, especially when you feel hurt it's like you you know yes oh my gosh it's yeah like, exactly like i want you the whole thing of I need you or I want you to feel what, how you're making me feel. Yes, now. exactly. And guess what? And you probably already came to this conclusion too. Nobody's ever probably going to feel exactly the way you feel about something. Right. Because no. to them, to what to you is a mountain and probably a damn molehill to them sometimes. Right. So it's like you're you're yeah. wasting your energy trying to get somebody to meet yeah. you on a level that they're never going to be on anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I also feel like um I feel like in certain instances if I'm if I'm being fully transparent and honest with myself like I I would have preferred somebody to um, like I like I didn't like I didn't want people to fear me. Like I didn't want to mm. like be perceived as this monster of sorts or whatever. Like when I would look back on things and then and, and having conversations with, you know, my, um, um, you know, teachers and stuff like that regarding, you know, learning how to better manage anger situations or whatever. I was, you know, I was like, I didn't like, like when I even, even when I think about just 
there's only been two females in particular in my life uh, that I was like, okay, this could actually happen as far as a, a physical confrontation is concerned. And I've mm. never hit physically hit a woman before as far as punching and, you know, grabbing to that degree and throwing and, you know, all that stuff, stuff like that. But there was one time in high school and then, um, my second ex fiance, I had a vision that this could probably go down kind of going back to, um, you know, feeling like, okay, this is going down so extreme and we're long distance. What's going to happen once we get back together, whatever. And I was like, this has got to end. Those are the only two times I ever thought uh, and had a vision of hitting a female. So circling back around to my conversations and like, just expressing like, like what, what, what all is going on in your mind? You know, why are you reacting like that? And I'm like, well, there's, you know, different variables, but one variable out of a few is that I just want to let somebody know that you cannot do that to me, or you cannot say that to me that way. But I truly love this individual. Cause you know, the, the, the thing is, is like, which I've been told before, remove yourself remove 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 it's all about removal like why why are you even with this person if somebody like has the ability to control you to that degree yeah. and it's like well because i want to be there obviously obviously i want to stay there and i'd rather you know i'd rather inflict fear than leave and it's like well how's that better than leaving and i was like i don't know <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so I I'm, hear you. I'm, I'm I hear you. It's kind of like you like I'm standing yeah. on business right now. Nobody's gonna disrespect me. You gonna get all right. the heat, all the fire. You are not gonna walk away without less than a first degree burn. Like no, <laughs> right? Because like I said, when I would get mad, like it was a lot of times I was offended, and I'm like, oh no. So if I did decide to unleash, like that's why I came out like yeah. that. And people would probably be surprised, like, wow, you're usually kind of like just passive and don't say much. Well, bitch, now, you know, you played with the dragon, you get in the flames now, you know? Because even after that situation, like, I knew, I knew, I knew what I had did. And I, I was like, that, that, that was ugly. And I still felt like it was the right thing to do. You know, it wasn't until mm -hmm. a day, like, probably a day later when it actually, we started going at it again, actually. But, I really like when it when it had happened and and in the morning time came or whatever because it happened overnight and the morning time came like I really wanted to continue to move past it like I really mm -hmm. it, you know it wasn't it wasn't like this thing of where I'm like trying to create this situation because I, I want out or I want this person to exit or whatever like I was like this cannot happen again and I'm going mm -hmm. to express to you in this particular way how this cannot happen again. So it doesn't happen again, but I still want to be with you. And it was like, no, nah, you did something real, really bad. And mm. it's, it's got to end, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, that, that I, I would say that that probably has definitely led to, you know, again, my, my style of companionship and, um, kind of going back, getting back to the anger management techniques. Um, yeah, I, I want to. I want you wanted you to continue to express more. I know you said that being able to look uh, step outside of yourself, and um, mm -hmm. yeah, did you want to continue some other techniques that you came across? Um, I'm trying to remember because it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, been a long time. Um, yeah, 
because I have a few I can bring up and you can just comment on them also. Yeah, do that because shoot, man, my memory okay. is getting yeah. much older. I get yeah. it. <laughs> For real. No, I'm not going to lie over here. So you kind of brought up, and this is stuff that I remembered from one of my classes anyways. Um, so, okay, how did, like, for example, diffusing the situation with um, deep breathing techniques or mindfulness? Have you ever heard of that? And what do you think about that? Uh, definitely the taking the deep breaths part. Yeah. So mindfulness would be like, okay, you're in this moment, right? And your heart's racing or I'm shaking like a Harlem shaker or something. (laughs) 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 And you basically are supposed to slice through the moment with present moment meditation. So it's like, all right, I'm angry. But before it gets to the next level, let me take a moment and step away from the situation and um, name five things that I feel regarding touch name five things that I see name five things that I smell you know name five things that I hear like that's that's like putting you in the present moment and it's cutting through um I guess you could say cutting through the frequency of anger and rage for the moment to put to get you away from that so so yeah what yeah what are your thoughts on that in particular (laughs) Ooh, that sounds like it would be extremely tough to practice in the moment depending on how fired up you really are well well let me say this so, and this, and this is, you know, and just, a, it, you know, for anybody who's listening as far as audience, the key from what I've gathered and based upon my own journey, because it has worked, like some of these techniques have worked for me, but because I'm not an angry person, I don't mm-hmm. practice this all the time, but you're supposed to, uh, in repetition, practice these scenarios, um, you know, I would say on a weekly basis, as so that you are prepared for mm-hmm the possibility. So kind of, so going back from a mindfulness or present moment meditation point of view, the, the objective is if you practice meditation on a daily, every other day, weekly basis, then in the moment of you being angry, you will be able to switch your mind immediately so that you don't go down that path and that you go in another direction. So it is hard if you don't practice. It is. I'm, I'm going to tell yeah. you what really works for me now. Like, I mean, thankfully yeah, I haven't yeah. been in like that type sure. of situation yeah. in, a, in a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, as I touched on, but not got heavily into, I mean, y'all go back, listen to my podcast. You want to hear that whole shit show of a story with my ex fiance yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, we had like heated altercations. Um, there would be lots of times where he would do things like hold me hostage in my own room, essentially. You know, so being upset. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be very angry, clearly. But because I could see his anger was like this compared to mine being here. And I knew, okay, I'm dealing with somebody who's clearly emotionally unstable. I need to try to, instead of matching his energy, I need to be the calm one here. Mm. So dealing with somebody who's clearly like to me overreacting in the situation, it, it forces me, even though I might be nervous and anxious to be calmer in that um, as it were before, but he, maybe me in my twenties. Oh no, we're going to match this. <laughs> like, I'd be like, Oh, okay. You want to be mad and King Kong? Well, I'm going to be Godzilla bitch. Like, let's go. You know, like <laughs> the best man's going to win or not. You know, we're going to knock over right. some buildings, everything just to get my point mm-hmm. across, you know, until I, I right. want to see some blood coming down and know 
you, I got, you know, I got my point across as a word. Now, if I am in that kind of situation, I feel like maybe, I don't want to say I completely shut down more now, but I know how to say, okay, clearly this person pissed. Maybe I'm pissed too, but it is not going to help if either of us are freaking out at the same level at each other. Mm. So, um, I just say all that to say, that's kind of, I guess if you want to talk about practicing anything recently in a moment of anger, like that's the best I can do is to really somehow assess if that person's like this. I'm like, whoa, I'm not, I don't think we need to be like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel good doing that right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, again, depending on the situation, will you really have enough time to step to the side and say, let me do the five things, let me, you know. I mean, in theory, it sounds excellent, but I just don't know, depending on like, if that person that you're arguing with is going to give you the space to do that. Cause that's the other factor is what the other person is on, you know, like my ex fiance, he just, even though I would say I need to step away and get some air because I don't want to keep going like this with you. That was just like a no, like he just never wanted me to be out of his sight. It was very weird. That, yeah. That's what happened with, uh it's my second ex-fiance, even to the point of uh, me. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I remember I ended up going to to get some, I guess you could say, therapy from a pastor in particular. And in that in that one-on-one with him, I, I, that's precisely what I brought up. I'm like, listen, I'm I feel backed in the corner, and and she won't let me. She won't let me go. <laughs> basically, you know. And he was like, yeah, like literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he was like, yeah, yeah, you don't have to do that. I'm like, I don't. He's like, there's no rules that says you, you have to sit there and go back and forth and take this, whatever this heat that's coming. And mm. like, you, you, you can leave. And I was like, oh, I was like, all right. <laughs> so, so then, so I've never been in a situation again where somebody's coming at me. Um, ironically, I, I believe that. Not not many times. I think really I can probably count on one hand, you know, maybe once I think where I was badgering somebody and I didn't mm. want them to. Go. But um, I do. Oh, I've, I do done, see I've been value. guilty of that myself. I've been yeah. guilty of that for real. Yes, I won't lie. I do see the value. I do see the value in, in space. So so yeah. So that's good. I mean, so even though you're not doing something that is quote unquote mindful, you have the cognitive ability to acknowledge and measure and see how you need to position yourself to as far yeah. as uh, removing yourself that's yeah that's good too what about um do you do like generic monotone responses or like or what i w- might say like removal um of the situation with words like you know you know what like it is what it is and you just kind of back away or whatever the case may be like have you ever 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 utilized <sighs> Man, it really depends on how long that type of situation's going on. Um, I've done that before, and then it's like, oh, well, you just don't give a shit or something. Is that the problem? You're not trying to hear what I'm saying? It's like, man, I'm just really trying to be done with this right now. How do you not see that? You're just yelling, trying to make a point. I'm essentially doing the same, and guess where we're getting? No damn where. We're not getting anywhere. Like, can't we both just see that this isn't working and that no matter what I'm saying, it's not going to appease you. You know, you you clearly just need to rage out and do what you got to do. So go ahead. I'm good over here. That, <laughs> like, that's what happened with me, me and this um, other lady I was dating. Um, I think I was like late 20s, I think. I was going to say, I, she um, didn't get a ring? She did not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> three and a half fiancés later. She almost got one. She's close. She's a runner-up. <laughs> she, she, she was on the way, maybe, but no, she didn't. <laughs> Listen, I ain't got look, it's too late into this podcast for you to be acting. No, I'm playing. No, she um You love it. I do, I do. Um that's that's why that's why we able to be on for an hour and thirty minutes. So um I would do that with her because um it it had been um only a couple years prior to her, a few years prior to her where I had taken those anger management classes. And with her in particular, I was u- using that on like the whole generic mm. monotone like okay, we're going to be cool. <sighs> we're going to talk like this. We're not going to go up. Right. We're going to just keep it real, you know what I'm saying? And she would get upset with me and then finally she told me, she told me this. She, she was like you know, I think she she was not necessarily not necessarily generalizing all women, but she was like, sometimes we want to see something out of you. We want to, we, we, we want to feel something. Mm. And if you're being monotone and generic like that, it's like, like you said, it's like, we don't think you're taking it seriously or it's like, you don't mm. care. So we'll keep pushing you and keep pushing you to the limits or whatever. And I was like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like I'm sitting there trying to protect you by being chill so i right, don't right. overreact you're trying to tell me you want me to not be chill and just go off and 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 that's the thing and, and this goes you know for both men and women like that it is some truth to that like sometimes you you have taken all the right steps and measures to contain yourself and um practice what you've learned regarding your techniques and how to you know get away and et cetera et cetera and sometimes somebody else just they just they just want that smoke then they they will do yes that. see now i will say i will say i have definitely been guilty of wanting some smoke because i was mad and i'm like oh you're gonna damn it this keeps happening i swear my one ear canal is just small than the other is rejecting everything anyway <laughs> the point is i'm gonna look a little crazy maybe, around my ear right now maybe uh, your ear is mad <laughs> angry no angry you did ears. not wow maybe it is it's like i'm tired of you here get me upset over here <laughs> but but i didn't <laughs> Oh my bad. Oh no, you you say, you, okay. say you, did, you wanted all the smoke. You I was saying about me what? Yes, all about what me want all the smoke because yeah. if I'm already feeling offended, and again, like mm-hmm. we were saying earlier, I want you to be as mad as I am, right? I'm saying like right. all kinds of things to you, right? I- I'm questioning your personality. I'm questioning your intelligence, your integrity. I'm just coming at you because maybe you're not giving me the response i want because i feel like well are you going to admit to this thing do you care so okay let me talk about your mom then well let me talk about your shitty job then you know like (laughs) it's really wild how that goes but at this at this phase of my life and this version of myself i i would never if anything i'm at a point where i'm like why am i even arguing like that's the point I'm at too. Like, why am I even arguing? Yeah. We know it is pointless to argue. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just glad that's I'm nice. at that point. <laughs> what about um okay. What about do you ever utilize a technique of like 
Because the thing is, you do need to get it out too. So that's the thing. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. And, and let's be, and let's be clear. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with anger. There's something wrong with what comes out of anger. Depending. Absolutely, on absolutely. Because there's no. I I agree. There's nothing wrong with being angry. If anything, it's yeah. to me, it's a signal that you need to check something within. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you do you do you utilize the talk to somebody technique, you know, call a friend up, a family member or whatever, whatever you utilize that? Um, I feel like I've gotten better about doing that now. But a lot of times um, I will try to sit with myself and try to figure it out first. Um, I'm also slightly into tarot. So I might even draw a card just so that could possibly help me to um, do a deep dive on what Ooh, else I need to do. Okay. I journal as well. Um, hmm. so that's always been a regular practice of mine. So I really try to do more kind of self therapeutic techniques before I put it on people. Cause I, I also don't want to be that friend that's like, girl, let me tell you now what the fuck going on. You know, like, hmm. I don't want to be the friend that's I'm always pissed about something, you know, like, yeah. cause that can be draining to be that type friend. And please know I'm not like getting bothered and just angry like that every day. Like yeah. again, back probably yeah. in my twenties. Yeah. I, I probably was that person. I always had something to complain about. It was always somebody doing me wrong, you know? Um, so I would say like, if I am open with friends, which I am, I've gotten a lot better with that. Um, cause before I just, I would kind of more shut down and not want everybody to know what's going on unless I was really pissed or they would ask. Um, but if something really is bothering me and I want somebody's opinion on it, I will reach out to say, Hey, what do you think? And tell them the situation and be totally transparent because you can't get a proper, um, you know, piece of advice if you're not willing to tell the whole truth. You know, I feel like a lot of people that want advice, they just want to tell you the side of the story that makes them look like a hero. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you need to say everything because you're not going to get the proper help and guidance needed if you don't share the whole situation. You know, you know, I kind of think about like if a lawyer has a case and, you know, their client is not being forthcoming about everything, you know, that's only going to hurt them. So I look at it that way. I mean, that's a more you know, extreme situation, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's just, you need to be honest about things, which also means in order for you to do that, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, and there's nothing wrong with saying this does piss me off. This does make me sad. You know, it's okay to lean into those feelings and sit with them. Just don't let them, just don't let them hang around, you know, don't befriend them in that way to where they just sticking around. They're always in your ear and controlling your every move. You know, the talk to a friend one technique that is very interesting and a, a little challenging, too, because that brings up some other variables. So, number one, like you just said, you got to be fully transparent with yourself. So that's yeah. that's number one. I think that's that's highly critical because in relaying what you need to relay, you need to relay all of it. On the other side of things, the person that you're relaying it to, they also need, need not be biased or that's true. so biased that, you know, they don't give you they don't give you the truth you know like they can't just right. tell you what you want to hear or like as opposed to what you need to hear you know absolutely so that you're evolving and you're growing from the situation so that's important and then the other thing that i know that uh, um that shows up quite frequently in relationships is the whole issue of soon as you tell somebody something you automatically create this bubble of person or peoples that now 
for lack of words, hate the person you're with. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, that's true. Because a lot of things I, I've been through relationships, mm-hmm. I, I that was something I would kind of hold to the chest because I'm like, yeah. for me, it was, dang, I want this to work out. But I know if I say A, B, and C happen to my close people, they're going to be like, oh, hell no. So, you know, I didn't want them to ever look at that person as anything. But, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's her match or whatever. So yeah, no, you're right, and that and that's on the flip side of that. Being that friend who's been told negative stuff about somebody's partner, that's exactly what would happen yeah. in my mind. I'm like, why are you with this fool still? Oh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I I get super super judgmental. Yeah, because yeah. I remember like I remember yeah I remember and it was you know and that's another thing too is is who you tell. I remember one time, um, yeah, it's like it's like soon 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 as my mother knows. That means relationship is over with because I already know. <laughs> <laughs> and from the other end, the I, I remember. Of the end. And on the other side, I remember the, a, a situation that had got real heated and bad, and she told her mother, and I was like, "Yeah, that's gonna, that's pretty much the end." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I mean, damn, you can't. I mean, I mean, I know our situation with the holiday stuff, but for the people that mm-hmm. do sit around and you know, break bread with their in-laws or potential in-laws or whatever. That could be awkward as hell knowing that oh, yeah. these people know you messed up. Oh, right. yeah. And, I might and be I mean, hard to come back from. And I think, it, and I see, I see the, the, the beauty in it also. Cause, cause there's, there's two, there's two, I have two perspectives on that. One perspective is if you don't say something, oftentimes that's how, someone will take advantage of somebody you know there are people mm-hmm. that there are people that really um abuse other uh, their partners by um by making it clear that they don't want their family members to know you know like you know just or they or they do things to try to remove their partner from their friends and family members so that they can isolate them and take advantage of them so yes. i think that's that's important to say because it is important to have somebody or some people to relay, you know, things to that so that someone can tell you that you're, you're, you're an idiot because you're doing whatever or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And on the, um, and from another perspective, you know, you know, me, I always love, you know, deep diving in, into <laughs> indigenous tribal affairs from a tribal perspective. When a couple was, you know, on and out or, or, disagreement or having some type of um, issue in their relationship, the whole clan knew. So the whole Mm -hmm. clan was going to talk about it. There was going to probably be some meeting with, you know, um, some aspect of the council of the tribe, whether it was the the matriarch or the patriarch of the tribe. And you're going to have this conversation. You're going to work it out because the tribe has to move in unison as a unit. And I think, I think that worked probably effectively maybe more than more than not so i I do see the beauty in sharing those things definitely um i think it's just it just looks different um in certain situations in certain environments especially today because even though we are even though tribalism is at the core of, of of a lot of us um yeah, man. When you when you start when you start when you start sharing things and people are getting things piecemealed and you're not getting the full, mm-hmm. um, 
it can, it can get real ugly. But yeah, soon, yeah, soon, soon as mo- mothers and fathers know, usually it's like, all right, this might not be going any further. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know for me, even like if I'm getting a second hand about somebody, I'm like, mm, trash. You know, like somebody used to date, <laughs> like somebody used yeah. to be involved with, told me their sister was mm-hmm. dead on punched in the face by their partner while holding right. their and their partner's baby. And when I found this out, because apparently this couple was still together, though know, they were like on and off, but at this point they were in their together time. Mm-hmm. I, I, it mm-hmm. just really changed my whole perspective on that partner. I'm like, oh, hell no. You know, I don't really want to be around this person knowing they did yeah. that. Like, why are they even still yeah. around at all? Yeah. So yeah, no, you're right. I mean, when certain pieces of information comes out, oof, boy, it's like yeah. it's like a drop of poison in the water, you know, it just spreads, hits everybody. It it is, you know. And um I will say in 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 the situation that um uh, the partner I was with uh, when she expressed it to her mother, I I, I knew I was going to have to stand trial and if I'm being honest with myself, I was okay with that. Um Unfortunately, they didn't move forward for other reasons. But knowing the type of people that they were, I knew that in due time, um, wounds would have been healed. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I just didn't ever get the opportunity or have the opportunity for various reasons to step in front of that council mm-hmm. because, from a tribal point of view. I knew that that was necessary in order to make things right. You know, yeah. it was a step in front of the council. So I thought, I, I think that I, th- I do think that that's a, a good thing. Also, um, presuming the council is a right mind and spirit and they, they are, or they were anyways. Don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry and other podcast platforms. You visit often. Uh, what about um, I thought this was interesting let me, let me see see what you think about this um, they call them <laughs> they call them it's called physical vulnerable vulnerabilities physical vulnerabilities which may consist of and so these are things that basically cloud your judgment you know or you, basically you should not be having um, certain discussions, especially you know, if you, if, especially if you are aware of your triggers, you should not be having certain discussions or in certain environments based on these physical vulnerabilities. So, that would be like um, your blood sugar is low, um, induced with alcohol or toxic alcohol intoxication or whatever, uh, caffeine, you're sick and pain or um, extreme exhaustion or just exhaustion in general. Those are at least, anyways, not all but those are at least uh, six f- physical vulnerabilities that can cloud your judgment what do you think about that i i think that's valid i mean if you're not feeling optimal yeah you're probably going to be more likely to lash out for sure yeah waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Have any, any of those ever shown up in particular? Oh, uh, yeah, the alcohol, sure. let's be honest. Sure. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I was an alcoholic, okay? But it's like, why do people have to fuck with you when you're just trying to enjoy your beverage? You know, that, that's the thing. I feel like I'm the chill, happy person when I get a little tipsy or something from time to time. And why does somebody got to come over here with the drama? Like, dude, when that happens, it does throw me off. And I am more likely to be like, what, mother... You know, like, why? Why, man? Why are you killing my vibe? <laughs> now... Now, let me tell you, because I got the total opposite. Mm. People people like to fuck with me when they're on alcohol. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Dang. I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, it, it yeah, it, it's happened a few times from a few different people. And I'm like, and it, it really was more so recent where I was like, okay, I, I, I never created a boundary a, around that because... Um, I just didn't know that it was that much of an issue until it was obviously too late. But like now, like, you know, in, in relationships I'm in now or moving forward or whatever, I'm like, listen, I don't mind you drink alcohol, but you, we cannot, we cannot have a serious yeah. conversation about us. You know, if you mm, want to talk about mm, mm. <laughs> something serious regarding something else, or you wanted to, you know, uh, or, or we're having a moment of entertainment, whether it's sex or dancing or whatever the case may be, then I'm, I'm you know, I'm like green light, but I cannot, um, I, I, I get, I get extremely infuriated when someone is on alcohol and, and I feel, yeah. Yeah, I just start it's, it's stressful when you're the sober one. Cause I've been on the other end of that too. Now, I usually don't, I don't, that I can remember. I don't feel like I start shit when I'm drinking. Because, again, I'm trying to just be cool. Like, I'm not trying to be on that kind of time. And not only that, I make it a habit of, and I've always been like this, maybe just because of things that have happened in my family and other people I've heard that will use alcohol to, like, self-medicate. I try to make sure that if I'm going to do anything like that, that I am not in any sort of deep, you know, negative emotion. Because I know how that can exacerbate a situation. So that being said, um, somebody I was involved with before, they called me while intoxicated. Actually, a couple people have done that while intoxicated. And it's just, it is the most agitating conversation to have. When you're sober and the other person is clearly not in their right mind, they want to talk, talk, and you're like, I can't even talk to you. You saying you upset or whatever right now. Like, I can't even take any of this seriously right now. Like, you're probably not going to remember this conversation. So that, for me, is frustrating. Like, why do you want to talk now? Like, why are you even calling me? You know, when you had, like, three modellos or something. I don't understand why that prompted you to want to have a serious conversation. Like, I'm not doing this. And then they get mad. (laughs) Like, why would you talk to me? Because you're not in your right damn mind. That, that (laughs) That happened to me, actually. Over over the phone, it was an over, over the phone situation somebody had called me and basically was um asking me questions and i was like you know i knew you know i knew what was going on i knew that they were intoxicated and at first i was like 
answering them because they were kind of light on the light end. Mm-hmm. Then they started to get turned into something different, you know, you know, in you know, in attack mode. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> not, not gonna, it's not okay. So then I said we're not gonna have this conversation, and then they wanted to attack that, and I was, I had to hang up on them. I was like, yeah, so I've I'm gonna let you go, happen. and. Yeah, you're like I'm hanging up day, on you. I'm letting you know I'm hanging up. No, don't want to do like. Oh my god. Okay, I'm just not yeah. winning today. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mm. I don't. I don't. I just don't even. But yeah, the alcohol one has been an issue from not really from my end because I don't really drink alcohol like that. Oh, so going back to circling back to the beginning of the conversation when you is I can't remember what you said, Uh-oh. but something about me and alcohol and abuse. One of the reasons why I don't indulge in alcohol like that is because I would be physically abusive oh, because alcoholism does run in my family. Um, 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 I won't say which parents and, but um, it runs in my family on a certain side and it's usually it's the men. And um, due to what happened to me in my mid twenties, when I got in a really bad uh, vehicle accident due to drinking, I was drinking prior to that to escape, you know, Mm -hmm. to escape what I was going through for the past, whatever couple of months or whatever. And I was trying to release a certain way. And it was at that particular, it was really that particular point in time where I was like, okay, I can tell that I'm about to go down a certain road Mm -hmm. of drinking to mask things and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, Thankfully that it wasn't a, a, a um, deadly accident. I wouldn't be here talking to you. I mean, <laughs> shit, I don't know. Maybe it you're was. a spirit. Well, you know, my name is Go. So. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I thought you really got that nickname. Okay. Right. He done found a flesh body. <laughs> right. <laughs> but thankfully I didn't like hurt myself uh, badly and I didn't injure anybody else. But that moment let me know that I can't drink like that. And ever since then, I, I've never drunk like that again. But I do. I, I am aware that if I was a drinker or if I liked alcohol, yeah, I, I would. I probably. I only think I, I would probably be in jail because the way that I have dealt with situations when being angry and was sober, I was like. I can't even I can't even imagine <laughs> I can't even imagine what I would be like angry on alcohol and I don't even want to know so I don't so yeah I don't I don't really you know as far as a physical vulnerability is concerned I would say that out of all those that I expressed it would be stress stress um in any like the stress I was dealing with for example which is what led to that situation where I attacked somebody. It, it wasn't the only thing, but it was part of what led to that situation. The situation that I was going through in 2022 as it pertained to issues with my land and, and neighbors. I'll just keep a real light on that. Hmm. That was one of the most traumatic years I've ever had. Man. And I didn't know that. I mean, I knew I was exhausted, I don't think I knew how exhausted I was of that situation, but I knew I was exhausted. And that moment where I um, went into attack mode in that situation, I knew that that was part of part of that existing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, I would say that exhaustion, exhaustion is a big thing. 
Um, but I ain't never heard nobody going off and snapping on people because of caffeine. <laughs> you know what? Oh, well, you know that that makes because you know there's this whole up, yeah. I was gonna say there's always this running <laughs> joke about like don't talk to me till I have my first cup of coffee. You know, so that yeah, that right. is definitely a thing. And here's the thing: I can co-sign that because even though I'm not like a huge coffee drinker like that, um, I feel like I'm not really alive until 10 a.m. So if people want to come up to me before that and they like really want to chat. It's it's <laughs> you're probably not going to get the best of me at that point. So I feel like I'm still trying to come into consciousness, you know, not that that means I'm going to be nasty to you, but I'm probably not going to be giving you a whole lot of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think, I think this will be probably, um, okay. So we covered physical vulnerabilities and, um, yeah, I guess I'll ask you, ask, yeah, okay, so I just talked about how stress plays a big role and gave you an example of that. Okay, I got one. This actually just came to my mind. I'm surprised this, I mean, I'm sure this is talked about in anger management classes, but I don't actually remember this being talked about, but premenstrual cycles. Oh, yeah, I told you earlier when I went off on my old boss, mm-hmm. I definitely was yeah. PMSing for sure. So, yeah, hormones. You, I feel like we got to be given a break on that, you know, I mean, because it's real. There have been times where I have felt homicidal on my period or leading up to for real. <laughs> the mood swing is a serious thing. You could be happy as hell one moment. A minute later, you're crying about something. And, you know, maybe within the next hour, you really are ready to jump in your car and run over someone a couple times. It's that deep. I heard, I heard with older women also hot flashes is a Ooh, pretty serious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot mm-hmm. flashes are no joke. I've had those myself. Yeah. You know what's interesting? That out of all the, you know, women or partners I've had, I've never had issues with women as pertains to their cycle. Mm-hmm. Never. I mean, I don't know if I've just been lucky. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey, you sound like you've been lucky. Because when I talk to some of my friends, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling like on edge today. And it's like, I just can't wait for my period to come. So I don't have to feel like this. So it's a real thing. But I guess it's more intense with some of us than others. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, I, I may, I may, <laughs> someone might say that, well, maybe it's because you're the one that has the cycle issue. <laughs> Cause, oh damn! Because one of my partners used to be like, I think, she used to be. Like, I think you have. I think well, she, well, she used to. She used to feel like men have cycles in general. And at first, I was like, "There's no scientific proof on that. I don't want to hear all that." Blah blah blah. And as time went on, I was like, "All right, maybe maybe we do have. We don't. I mean, obviously, we don't have menstrual cycles, but we we. I speak for myself. I, I definitely do have some mood switches <laughs> for sure. <you> know? <laughs> Oh, now man. I don't know if it's a monthly thing. I think it could, you know, it might be seasonal or quarterly or whatever you, case you might want. It could be just in a week or whatever. But um, yeah, you know, I, I've been known to be be sassy and fussy. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so maybe I'm the one that's that's you know that that has the mood mood issues or whatever. But um, I, I know I know another thing that should be taken into consideration too. And this was an issue with uh, a partner that I was with. And the irony was that we had it, we actually had a technique that we had talked about to diffuse the situation. And the technique was basically to um, touch base with each other, but people dealing with um, 
from a um, a Western point of view. Now, my dog, please don't, please don't, please don't knock that over. <laughs> I just got everything back working. <laughs> but um, from a mental health perspective, you know, individuals such as myself and, you know, others that have dealt with certain bits of psychosis or um, bipolar or different stages of depression, those altered state and mood disorders definitely cause mm-hmm. individuals to switch up, you know, very, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, going back to that situation um, with a partner where um, I had, you know, really gone off on, on her, we both had, we both had mental struggles and challenges. And I think I don't know if I had wrote about it or I, I had posted about it. I was like, it's crazy because we knew that about each other, but we didn't, we weren't effective in, in, in being consistent with checking in on each other, you know, mm-hmm. as I had different um, elements of behavioral challenges than she did. And it was worth it. It was worth it. It, it was a very valuable resolution when we thought about it. Cause it was like, Hey, we need to, we need to check in on each other more often. Mm-hmm. And, by the time a situation had occurred where, you know, where, you know, we had gone off on each other, we, we had not checked in on each other for, I think, months, you know, regarding oh, those man. conditions. And I think sometimes people that deal with, not speaking for everybody, but some some or a lot of individuals that deal with um, mental challenges, um, especially if you've gotten over a hump. <clears throat> and when I say a hump, meaning that you're stronger And you're able to live a well-maintained life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And but you, but you, but you. um, How can I put this? I don't want to use the because because that that's a terrible word to use. But I'm going to just use it for for the sake of just this moment or whatever. It's almost like you become. Like you, you kind of step into this um, energy of like just not knowing that you're not normal or that you or you or you just kind of feel like you're normal. You don't need to address it anymore or need to maybe manage it anymore. And that's what has happened to me speaking for myself. Like it would get to a point in, in certain situations and or in a relationship where I'm not utilizing techniques. I'm not util- utilizing my therapies to manage things I've been through because when you've gone through severe bouts of altered state issues and mood disorders you're supposed to be you know utilizing techniques on a on a weekly basis to manage it so that you don't relapse or have any serious issues especially if you're not on meds which I'm not on meds and I've never dated anybody on meds for those things either so you have to do check-ins with yourself and you got to do check-ins with your partner and you have to utilize your techniques and your therapies in order to maintain and and stay balanced so I wanted to put that out there because you know it's like people that have mental issues get kind of put in a whole nother category it's like you guys are different y'all odd in your own way but we're going to talk about normal people and the normal people deal with other physical vulnerabilities like what I already said but yeah, mental mental issues is definitely um, high up on the list regarding anger management, and I, I would say that um, I didn't even add that in there at the beginning of our of our conversation. But definitely part of my, my anger issues have on the latter half of my journey in life have been due to a lot of shit I went through um, 
10, 11 years ago was extreme and I still have to manage that. So, so I wanted to bring that up and I didn't know if you had ever dealt with any issues, uh, along those lines either. But if you want to speak on that, you can know if you want to. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I, I would say more like depression, um, yeah. for sure that I've dealt with. And, um, it is hard to feel like you can connect and, you know, it goes back to what I was saying early in the conversation about how, um, you know, me not necessarily wanting to let people in sometimes because if I am mm. feeling like that low, it's like, I just want to shut out. I just want to kind of disappear as much as I can. So I'll just fall yeah. all the way back. Um, but now, you know, I've realized through just other ways to care for myself better and to recognize like, uh Oh, am I about to slip into a dark place right now? And knowing what that looks like, knowing the triggers that, Hey, you know what? Maybe I do need to like reach out or make some time to go see a friend or something like that. I need to make an effort to do that. Don't withdraw, you know, just kind of, if anything, step up and let people in a little bit more, you know? So yeah, things I've had to learn over time. Cause when you get to yourself and you just want to be to yourself and then you just start, you know, ruminating on stuff and man, you just end up really digging your own hole for yourself. Speaking of being to yourself. And I'll let this be the last thing for now as, as you and I might need to do an anger management part three, cause I'm going to, I'm going to break this one up into two. So All right. an anger management three, cause we just angry people. <laughs> 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 I'll be there. I'll get a stamp shirt says Angry Blackwood. <laughs> so now that we've gone through, you know, to a degree, have gone through the journey of childhood to, you know, relationships in adulthood. Now we're, you know, just kind of on, on, on from, from this perspective in the present moment and how you move forward with relationships. Um, going back to something that I said a little earlier that I believe that a lot of these things do contribute to my style of companionship. For example, um, you already know that, you know, in the polyamory world, there are elements of me that are considered like solo poly. Yeah. Multi-monogamous obviously, and just other elements of polyamory and basically solo poly is just for lack of words, it just gives me the ability to be more autonomous and really have more space. I need a certain amount of space. It's probably way more than the average person. And from what I've gathered at this up to this present moment, it is highly effective for me to be in a companionship where I am around somebody for moments at a time, whatever that may be, whether it's a few weeks a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh, you're like, I don't know if I can take them for that long. Probably less than a month, but yeah, probably <laughs> three weeks to a month maximum. And then I have to like go somewhere. I distance myself. I have to go either be by myself or just somewhere else, you know, because um, it just gets to be really unhealthy when I'm, I'm around really people in general for too long. But since we're talking about companionship, that works for me. And before, before you get, before you um, expound on it, one of the reasons why I bring this up is because is because I do believe that a lot of us or a lot of people are in relationships that are, um, that they are not built for again, whether it's due to not uh, yes. being well developed 
or whether it's due to it just never was for them anyway, because innately or genetically speaking or from a you are this particular type of species point of view, you just are not built to be in certain types of relationships, just like certain animals are not built to be in certain types of companionships. So, yeah, that's where I met at the present moment in my life regarding companionship as it pertains to how um as it pertains to one element or one variable of how I manage anger today. So now, yeah, what about you? <clears throat> Miss Mo- Mono Solo, Monogamous Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what kind of label to put on it quite yet. Cause now you have me thinking about like, dang, I feel mm-hmm. like I really need to like mm-hmm. sit down and outline what I would like my ideal companionship to look like. You do. Um, you do. You do. But I think part of me is kind of hesitant to do because there's this part of me that's like, you know, do I even really care to have a companion at this point? You know, I don't know if I'm capable of being in a long term relationship with with a person, but that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. But wait, wait. But what you say in that, that is you designing a relationship the way you want to design it, meaning that. So from that point of view, you would just be like, I don't want long-term relationships, which is okay. You want, maybe you just want to do three-month relationships. That's fine too. So Yeah, but damn, that's a lot of energy, man. Like, because I know me, like, (laughs) that's a lot of energy you got to put in to get to know somebody, find the rhythm. You got to get to know each other and all that, get the schedule going. And then it'd be like, all right, three months is expired. Bye, bitch. And now the next one. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I really have to sit and think about it. I just know, I don't think to necessarily your extent of space, but I know I definitely need space. Um, is that something I've, I will say I've definitely struggled with in the past as having to live with someone. Um, because, you know, we might not be on the same page about stuff. Like the main thing that gets me now is like the whole having a, you know, be in the same bed thing. And I know that's like a huge thing for people, but I'm like, I'm a light sleeper. Um, yeah, I, it's not going to work for me to probably have to share a bed with someone, you know, that's like the normal thing to do, you know, but it's like, I'm going to sleep for my health. Uh, not because, Oh my God, just, we have to be together even when we're unconscious. Like, no, the fuck, <laughs> like that is just not necessary. It's just not. So you so you would say that at the present moment you don't have any anger management techniques regarding how you exist in relationships because you're not interested in companionship at the moment? Man, the situation with my ex fiance was so just like eh, you know, I'm like, I'm good because that was very intense just because I and I'm just gonna go and say that clearly they needed a whole lot more help in the emotional development department. Uh, because if they were more emotionally developed, more than likely, even if the relationship failed, we would have not probably gotten into half of the, um, altercations we were in, Mm. Mm. you know? So it's like when you're, when you're trying to be more emotionally mature and exercise that on a regular basis, and you're with someone who's more emotionally stunted, that already can cause problems. So it's like, you have to be on the same emotional level with someone as well. Not, of course, if you're both, you know, conflicting energies, that's never going to work. But people have to be more willing to learn and grow. Right. 
Like, I always believe that that's one of the purposes of life is that you should continue elevating. You should not be, let's say, at 40 having the same mindset, the same you did at 20 years old. Otherwise, to me, you just wasted like 20 years of your life. There's like a quote or something around that, but I agree with that. You know, you should be picking up on things as far as wisdom and things to better feed yourself, your soul. Um, And a lot of that is connected to your emotional state and how you manage your emotions. And, you know, like you said before with anger, anger is not a bad emotion. It's been getting, it's been labeled that because yeah, when people are angry or they're dealing with angry energy, they don't like how it makes them feel. And I understand that. Believe me, I get it. And we know Mm -hmm. crimes of passion, all the things happen because people are angry, upset, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like I was saying as well before, I don't look at it as being negative. I look at it as this is a response to something going on internally that you may need to take a closer look at. And it's also an opportunity for you to see, well, how do I, you know, take the anger and transform it into something else? You know, because we don't have to stay angry. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. It gives you that opportunity to say, well, you know, we, I mean, maybe we really are sad and the sadness is manifesting into the anger, you know, mm. that I feel like that's been a case for me a lot of the times, you know, and, I, I, my sign, my astrological, Western astrological sign is a cancer. And I know a Ooh. lot of people want to joke about cancers talking about, Ooh. oh, y'all just some little cry babies, <laughs> you know? And then I've also seen people say like, oh, y'all are like little cry baby gangsters. Like I've seen that. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Because, you know, we're like that upset. At least I'm speaking from my experience. I don't believe, you know, everything about aspects about all Zodiac signs mm-hmm. apply to everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. But for that, I can say I agree with that about because <laughs> if I am upset and there are times, a lot of times, if I am angry, I am sad, you know, yeah, I might be, I mean, if I was still very violent, you know, I could be, you know, stabbing you and crying at the same time, you know, so I, I see that. <laughs> like, I, I can understand that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just going back to the whole relationship thing, even the person I was dating before, I think I was telling you about over the summer. I was like a month and that's just somebody I had known for a while. We were good close friends for a while. Um, and thankfully nothing like angry happened, but you know, it did end. So, um, you know, the hesitation there is also being totally vulnerable, being so transparent, checking in on a regular basis just to make sure like, are we good? Are you good? Is there anything? And then, you know, come to find out this person hasn't even been real with themselves. So by default, they're not even going to be real with you. Mm. So I'm just like, listen, I'm tired. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. So you know what I'm going to do? Not do. Or better yet, just yeah. do me. They, that, that I'm starting to think could be just the solution, you know? No. So that's why I say I can't even really imagine like what is an ideal relationship because I need to know that somebody is being real and not even just ideal the person I'm dealing with. Yeah. No, nah, I, I feel you on that. And, you know, I, I, just, I just be playing around like, well, no, I'm not playing around about to create the relationship the way you wanted to. I I say when I say that it's more so if and or when that moment comes for you, you know, mm. definitely make it what you want to make it. But I want to be I, I don't like when people be like, oh, you know, you just need to do this and you just need to find the right. What, what you know, what, you gonna know what you know when you need to know how you need to know <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah that, you know but a lot of that does come with you know being highly in touch with yourself and yeah not having the fear of stepping outside the societal constructs which yeah. i think clearly a lot of people are 
you know, mm-hmm. and that's a huge issue. People aren't being honest and living their truth yeah. and being upfront with whoever partner they have to say like, Hey, this is where I stand on this yeah. type of relationship. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel that. And yeah, I think, I think a lot of people could really take a page out of your book as far as it's like, just that just honing in on that, just like really listening to yourself and yeah, just, and just knowing like what, what does your availability of energy look like today? Cause <laughs> yeah, man. Cause Hey, it's definitely not going to be the same every day. That's for yeah. sure. Like, I know yeah. something I definitely would say, I don't know if I want to say struggle with, it's not a struggle, but what's been an issue for me too with, um, excuse me, dating is, mm-hmm. um, like if somebody's more extroverted and it's like, man, I just want to go out all the time and I just want to, you know, do something or they got to be with you. Like, listen, I don't need all that. Like <laughs> I need my downtime. I need my alone time. And yes, I will make time for you because, Hey, I, you know, one of my love languages is quality time. So yeah, absolutely. Like we're going to have our time, but we don't need to spend like every waking hour together. I may not always want to just go out, out in the public and deal with that. Because my energy will get sapped having to deal with people just to that extent all the time. It can be stressful for me. And everybody can't understand that. And I always feel like I need to keep explaining that. Well, for sure. Based off that podcast you did about them flings, I'm like, well, we know you ain't doing You ain't building ah! that up, obviously. <laughs> you talk about the friend with benefits. <laughs> friends with benefits, man. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Damn, you get man. A chance, Anybody who's listening, when you get a chance, again, check out Justine's podcast, OK Vibes. Friends with Benefits was a great episode for sure, along with a lot of other ones. But yeah, man, that, you know, you you having those experiences. Sorry, this makes me laugh. Like, that's that's really the episode. You're like, OK, yeah, OK. <laughs> I'm feeling what she's talking about here. Yeah, yeah, all right. I like what she's, these experiences she's talking about here. But to your point, oh, though. Oh, like, so embarrassing. No, hey, you did an episode on it. <laughs> I know, but that doesn't mean the shit wasn't embarrassing, you know? You know, I mean, I'm at a point now where I'm like, hey, it happened. I'm not going to allow myself to feel like a shame for my experiences, you know? So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it doesn't still mean like, even when I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, oh my gosh, I did that or that happened or I let that, oh, you know? So, but, but also to your point though, the, how how would you know what you know now about yourself if you didn't have those experiences so better that is so true man yeah that 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 is the whole really you know back to like i was saying about as you're living that you're also learning and applying what you're learning Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and uh you know if you're somebody who constantly is trying to fit yourself in a box you know then you that really is a moment where you need to sit back and take stock and everything because if you feel like you're constantly trying to put yourself in a situation that you don't really belong to you weren't even made for like that's just not what was meant to be you really need to take a step back and look because some you know you might think the world is the problem but it really might be you not accepting mm-hmm. you know the world mm-hmm. as it is and your place in it i can't i, I i'm be honest with you i can't think of better enough to end on i think that was that was very well said i love how you i, I love how you said that um yeah, it, it makes me think of like doing the work, whether it's the tra- the work of trauma, because I, I think that I believe anyways that, you know, there's a lot of different layers to the human journey or the earth being journey as we are. Yes. And I believe that part of it is like 
This is an educational system. This is a system of learning what you need to learn, knowing what your purpose is and and healing and healing those traumas and doing that chakra work and doing that shadow work and and just really diving deep into like, as the ancients would say, to what it really means to know thyself and prepare yourself for um whatever's next uh, whether it's next to come back here and do something different or to not come back here again <laughs> whatever it is you're training for or, or you know that's that's what it's all about so so yeah i like what you just said and 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 that's what i want to end on i want to end on people just knowing that when it comes to anger management like you got to do the work um it's not easy mm-hmm. it, it's not overnight and you know as there are differences in the measurement of anger and the differences in somebody who's consistently angry all the time, which needs a certain amount of work and dedication and someone who has these isolated events. Keep in mind. And again, that's why I want to just put out there that I wasn't judging anybody who has, who is just an angry person because the person has isolated angry events. It only takes one. Right. Absolutely. It could be. It only takes one. Now you locked up for life, you know? Right. It only takes one. That angry person, (laughs) he he or she might be able to manage that angriness on a daily basis. But your ass having that one angry moment (laughs) be locked up or you you will have killed somebody that and then and then. You know, or be killed yourself killed yourself or or mm-hmm. and or started this cycle of retaliation to where now mm. others that you care about are being harmed absolutely so there's yep. so much connected to anger like there's so much connected to it and you gotta do the work you gotta look at yourself mostly because at the end of the day that's where it's going to start and that's where it's going to end and lastly you know to coincide with what you just said too keep in mind like there's a lot of truth to like being controlled by anger like who's controlling you what's controlling you who's controlling you i mean you know you might not believe it but when it comes to the state of emotions and how energy moves and transmutes and stuff like that something like a lot of us call alchemy or whatever either you hold the container of your emotions a certain way and you know how to govern it and control the narrative of those emotions or somebody else is controlling it so and, and it's okay to admit to yourself that there are people that have the ability to control your emotions so admit it and move remove yourself <laughs> move Absolutely. around and do do the right thing so that you're not putting yourself in jeopardy or those around you so that's this is this has been awesome thank you so much justine monique <laughs> yeah thank you for having me ghosts with the most <laughs> yeah, watch it back yes. anybody who anybody anybody who 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 is disrespectful to them turtlenecks do not oh <laughs> i gotta bring it around turtleneck. to the turtleneck <laughs> come justine. dm me you got a problem with the turtlenecks justine will get at your neck <laughs> she just told you, no she just told you she gonna throw uh, hands she will throw hands come on now <laughs> come on man i told you i'm not trying to be violent anymore. oh my bad my bad <laughs> can you imagine i get locked up over fighting over turtleneck <laughs> oh my gosh at hey, that point real- you i would be donkey of the century for that i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you though i'm, I'm gonna come visit you oh <laughs> uh, yeah keep my commissary up player I'm gonna I'm, I'm write, write you letters and visit you though. <laughs> All right, good. No the but, podcast uh, from prison. P and P.
other people's podcast privileges open. Yes, let's go. <laughs> no, for real. No, but seriously though, Justine, it, it has been a, a serious pleasure, and I just want to thank you so much for like joining me on this episode to have this discussion because, um, you know, to be vulnerable like that is is is. It's not easy all the time and to take a look at yourself um, through different prisms um, over again, which you probably already have enough times as I have too. Oh, yeah. It's not always easy too. So, so I just appreciate you having this conversation with me and I do, I do believe that it will help others to also have those, these conversations with themselves and to have these conversations with that special someone in their life also, whether it be their partner or their friends, like, yeah, th- this was all about getting to know yourself, and you, my you, my dear young spirit, have definitely taken time to get to know yourself, and I appreciate that. And and um, yeah, let's do it again sometime for real, for real, for absolutely, real. absolutely, <laughs> man. You know, it's open door policy over here too, so it's all good. It is all good. Open door policy, okay? Open door, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, it's all right. the door knob on your way out. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode, um, as this will be considered episode number two of uh, the anger management um, class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, class. Yeah. And we have definitely feasted. Uh, Justine, I hope you enjoyed the, the feast that we feasted on for yeah, Absolutely, hours. man. It's soul food right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For real. For real. For real. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I've enjoyed it also. So th- thank you, everybody, for joining. Appreciate you. Peace and light. Much love. We out. We out. Woo! We out. (laughs) Oh, shit. Don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry, and other podcast platforms you visit often. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.